Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello. Hey, welcome to the Donna and Steve experience, everybody. The Tuesday edition of the program. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Holly Roberts for hour one. Hello. Ho-ro in the how? How? That's what Donna sounded like There's yesterday. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't even believe anything's coming out of my voice box right now. Yeah. That was scary. Tell me about that. I've never had laryngitis before. Oh, I've I never lost my voice. Yeah, yeah, it's funny that you say that because I said yesterday I made a medical claim and I did back up the fact that I am not a doctor. But it feels like if you get laryngitis... You could get it again and again. Like it feels like it's a repeat thing. Almost like tonsillitis can affect the same person yeah. over and over and not impact the other person. Yeah, it also sounds know. like a sitcom diagnosis. <laughs> Laryngitis? <laughs> yeah. I guess it kind of does. <laughs> does sound a little fakey. Um, yeah, like I used to um, do a lot of club appearances. Oh. And so I would sound like this weekly. So I'd have three a week, and it's loud, so you have to talk loud. It's smoky, because everybody smokes. Cigarette on smoky room. And there's Sorry. drinking and all that stuff going on. Um, but this is this is just like the last stage of some weird thing that I caught. No yeah. idea what it is. I was run down. On Friday, We, you and I were walking out, and I was like, Something's not right. You started saying it on on uh, during commercial breaks. You're like, boy, I'm not like suddenly not feeling good, and um, and then it really like took a turn for you. Yeah, I was in bed Friday from two o'clock in the afternoon until ten o'clock the next morning, and then I just got up to eat and went back to bed. May we ask medical questions? Oh, sure. What other symptoms uh, uh, accompany the laryngitis was the last symptom that came through kind of as you started to feel better. So what were the other symptoms? First symptom, sore throat. The worst sore throat I can remember having in a long time. Went to bed. It was gone by morning. Oh, interesting. Nothing but a runny nose. That's it. Really? Just a runny nose. What's it. going on? I here? don't know. You know me, and I've t- I've already taken four tests, so it's well, not that. There just must be some kind of like viral thing going around. And you know me, Donna. I always want to be very respectful of any kind of ailment that you've had, and so I oh, want right. you to know, Scouts Honor. Hopefully, you were resting yesterday and not listening to the show. Um, we definitely did not run. Your voicemail that you left me a couple of times, and we did not isolate the sound at all for use at future times like now. Hey, really- Houston. Oh, I think we have a problem. <laughs> Donna, the years that you don't know. You are so mean. When I got that, that was that's the beginning of I a didn't voicemail. Even think, I didn't even think, oh, Steve is going to use this all day. In fairness, I did. Well, okay, for, this is how it happened for me. Just like I have headphones on right now and heard that in my right and my left. Stereo sound. Stevie Boy, at the gym yesterday, 
mid-clang. I don't know if I was in the clang portion or the bang portion, but it was going down. And then I get a an audio message from Donna. And I know that you were sick. You were texting me the day before. And then I played that sucker in noise-canceling headphones. You think that's not going to haunt me in my dreams? <laughs> hey, Houston, we have a problem. Also, great joke. You landed the joke. It landed. But then I heard it. Couldn't believe it. Played it for someone in, uh, uh, well, I think I first played it on the air. But I did ask your permission, to which you initially said, don't you play this on the air? And I said, I want to. And then you responded, as Donna would, and you said, Hulu can run it. And then you corrected yourself <laughs> to text down and said, you can run it. Oh, we only man. ran it once at 9, once at 10. And then isolated it as a drop for any time. Like, for instance, think about this. Imagine if I said something like, oh, brother, I just looked at the weather forecast. Hey, Houston, I think we have a problem. <laughs> this is great. This is great. I've created great. a monster. You're doing great. We're happy that you're back. Thank Yay. you. People Yay. support you. Um, thank you to Elizabeth Reese, who filled in on very short notice thank yesterday. You. Uh, it was wonderful to have her in here. And then I will return the favor today as I will go and co-host Twin Cities Live today at 3 o'clock. So it'll be... Oh my gosh, how fun! First time back. Yay! And guest co-hosting. Ooh. I'm thinking of going in with the approach of first and last. Make it a one-time thing. Oh, Do sure. it one time. Maybe burn a bridge. Maybe say a curse word. What's a word that you can say from the FCC standpoint but is frowned upon? That's where I wanna. That's where I wanna linger. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, what could we say? Butthole. How about the D word? Could say butthole. Can you say he's such a D? I don't no. know. I don't know. I just there's a lot that that word has a bouquet to it that is quite delightful. Bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if the Twin Cities live audience is necessarily pro. I don't think that they word. are pro that no. word. Uh, yeah, I, I spent uh, seven and a half years with them. I don't think that's their... Okay. Well, see, there you themselves. go. So that, that, that could be that your could be word. The word. <laughs> that could be your word. So tune into Twin Cities Live today at 3 p.m. to Yay. see if Steve Patterson actually says it. Long day for Steve. Yeah. It'll be like an old normal day. Oh. I'll do today and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's why I quit. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> that's why. You know, maybe we could come up with like a signal. Okay. Ooh, that yeah. like if you, if you like... Scratch your face yeah. or, or touch, touch your nose. Or do you want me to work in at some point? Platypus. Houston, no. we have a problem. <laughs> sure. Hey, Houston, I think we have a problem. That is it. That is it, Steve. You have to say, Houston, I think we have a problem. And somehow you have to integrate that. I think you could do it. Yeah. Into How about I, I'll do today. it fully verbatim because, you know, technically it would be Houston, we have a problem. But hey, Houston, I, I think, think we have a problem. Uh-huh. All right. Challenge accepted. Great. Okay. Great. Can't wait. Um, hey, real quick, since we're, we were talking about Donna's, you know, medical episode yesterday, there was a real serious medical episode that happened with Amanda Bynes. Uh, and I read this last night and just felt really bummed out for her. She has been placed on a psychiatric hold after found walking naked in L.A. But... And I know it's easy to read that headline and just say, oh, Amanda Bynes has lost her mind again, and sort of just to throw it off. But you know, this is obviously something that she's been battling with mental health issues for yeah. years now. And what's particularly sad about it, I, I had such a crush on Amanda Bynes growing up. I mean, I just thought she, and she was just so vibrant, and her personality was just really effervescent. And so to see the struggles that she's gone through over the last decade plus yeah. has been something. It was almost a year ago exactly that her mother ended 
the conservatorship over her. And so it was like, hey, Amanda Bynes is doing well. She's she's progressing. This is how a conservatorship should end, not in a, some tug of war like we saw with Britney Spears. Anyway, uh, what according to I, an eyewitness, Amanda waved down a car. But here's what I find interesting and maybe hopeful is that she told them she was coming down from a psychotic episode. Mm. And then she called 911 on herself and said, like, this is Amanda Bynes. I, I'm coming down from something. I need picked up. Um, she was not hurt. She is currently hospitalized and receiving care. She was supposed to appear at 90s Con, which was like this big 90s sitcom convention. All your favorite stars from the mm-hmm. 90s all showing up together. Right. It was in Connecticut. She dropped out because of an undisclosed illness. And then it was, uh, you know, this Sunday morning, and 90s Con was still going on Saturday and Sunday, um, is when she essentially turned herself into police uh, and is now on a psych um is been placed on a psych psychiatric hold Mm -hmm. due to the psychotic episode her ex-fiance by the way uh paul michael for what it's worth said that she stopped taking her meds and that she's quote wild so there's a lot there but yeah just i just hope good things for her in much less serious news shaquille o'neal shaquille he got a hip replacement Okay, so he, was, he took a picture. He was on a hospital bed, had an IV in his arm, was just laying there. Fans got a little worried. He got a hip replacement. But I found out in reading this article about it, did you know that Shaq, since Christmas, has lost 40 pounds? Oh, wow. And his goal is to have lost 60 total. He said he wants to be shredded and then to do an underwear ad with his sons. <laughs> I know. Okay, that's it got weird at the end. <laughs> but he wants to get shredded, Donna. All right. Oh, Shaq. He'll do it. He'll do it. Thank you. When we come back, yesterday we were talking in your absence, Donna, about the incredible start that Taylor Swift's tour got off to. It was just all the rage over the weekend on social media, people loving it. There's one part in particular that the internet was really taken by. I'll tell you, the, the stunt that Taylor Swift pulls during her uh, her concert. Ooh. And then I'm curious, have either of you seen an interesting stunt at a concert where it was like, wait, they were there, but now they're here, anything like that. We'll get into that. When we return, you're listening to Donna and Steve. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Hey guys. And Holly Roberts. Yeah, Holly's here. Just saw Mike Ganger. He's here. A lot of fun water cooler talk. Oh yeah, what'd you talk about? Uh, well, first I went and chatted with Brooke, um, and I, you know, said like, "Hey, you, well, actually, <laughs> quote, I saw her in her office and she was eating breakfast, so I was going to get a water, and I started with, "Hey, Brooke, you chewing stuff?" And then mm-hmm. she was like, "Yeah," and then we started talking about breakfast. Wow, how she loves breakfast here. She gets two scrambled eggs and hash browns, total out the door after tax. Two dollars and one cent. Amazing. I just wish they would just let her give her give them two bucks. Well, especially because the price of eggs, Queen. Right. You have spoken for the people. How are the Dollar Tree isn't even selling them anymore? Dollar Tree has stopped selling eggs. I didn't know they sold them. I didn't know either, but apparently they did. It was either Dollar Store or Dollar General, one of those spots. They can't sell them anymore because they can't make a profit on them currently. They will return them to store shelves when they can, but at the moment, no. Huh. We learned yesterday about washing eggs. Do you need to wash eggs? Can some eggs sit out on the counter and never be refrigerated? If they're unwashed, they can't. If they're washed... what does this mean? This means if you 
get a an egg straight from the vent uh-huh. of the chicken. Oh, I see. You can okay. leave those in a basket on your counter. If you get them when they have already, from the store, they've been pasteurized, they've been washed, the whole situation thing, then you have to refrigerate them. Oh, interesting. Okay, thanks. Also, a real bummer before we get to Taylor Swift, let's start with the most pressing news, which is I got a carton, I got a carton of eggs over the weekend, and I thought of my mother as I bought them because she taught me as a kid, you always open the carton and you look just to make sure none of them are cracked. Of course, yep. So yeah. I, I was, and as I did this at the store, I thought, I don't know if I've ever bought eggs without just cracking them open. So, you know, open the top. Anyway, I do that, and I'm thinking of this, okay? I haven't had this conscious thought in a while. I'm thinking of this over the weekend, and I open it, and I'm like, all right, you guys are looking good. Stevie Boy goes home, goes to put the eggs into this little egg container that we have in the sure. refrigerator. Yep. <laughs> Two. Cracked. One of them at the bottom has fully released its yolk as I lifted it up. And then the other one was cracked and damaged, and I couldn't use it. And I thought, isn't that interesting? Just the timing. And then Lou, as one, as one, uh, I said, "Up, oh, we got a cracked egg here." She said, "There it goes fifty cents." And then I said, "We got another one because oh, no. they're expensive." Now you do price per egg here, Donna. Math. <laughs> I was told there would be no math today. That's okay, why it's they fine. Teach it. Anyway, sorry, um, I'm sorry for your loss. We were talking about Taylor <laughs> Swift yesterday. She she kicked off her concert over the weekend in Arizona. It was. I was on social media that night and saw different people live streaming the concert. So then I started watching. I maybe watched in total four or five minutes of it. And I got to tell you, in the four or five minutes that I saw, I thought, you know, that would be a pretty cool concert to go to. Because it looks like Taylor Swift put all of Taylor Swift into this concert. She really wants to do well by her fans. She knows that the tickets are expensive. And she's like, I want you to leave with an experience you remember. She, Donna, went and sang for... Three hours and 15 minutes. Wow. And the USA Today wrote that it hasn't been since the glory days of Bruce Springsteen. Right. That a main bona fide megastar has sung and performed this long at a concert. 44 songs were hit, which means it kind of doesn't matter what Taylor Swift song is your favorite. She's probably going to get to it if she's going through 44 of these. So... It was really. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like: This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Positive. Everybody seemed to love it. I did see one person say, we don't know how she's going to keep this up over the length of her tour. you got to be in great shape. Holly was talking about if you attend a Taylor Swift concert, like make sure you have, what was it, a hydration plan and comfortable shoes? That's right. All the more for Taylor Swift. She's got to be hydrating every day and really stay in peak physical condition. Yeah. One of the elements of her concert has gone viral, and it's this headfirst into the stage dive that she does as if it's a swimming pool. Some people said, like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I was so caught off guard. So here's what happens. And depending on your angle, if you have more of a, if you're not in the upper deck where you look down and you see the aerial view of the oh, stage, sure. yep. if you are anywhere near eye level or even in that first first bowl, uh, the lower bowl, 
It would be really crazy. The stage is lit. Imagine imagine there's a circle at one end and then a long catwalk and then a circle at the other end. So she's on one circle. The whole stage now looks like it's water. Okay? Oh, cool. And then Taylor Swift, she's just walking, standing, and then dives like you would dive into a pool, hands pointed first in front of you. She dives in and to some people vanishes into the stage. And it even was accompanied by like the the little splash sound oh, perfectly wow. timed and it was a really cool effect and then what you see on screen is it, you know it cuts through this pre-recorded video but it looks instantaneous of her swimming underwater under that whole catwalk portion from one of end the of stage. the arena sure. to the other end of the arena and then she shows up on the other side of the stage and it's really cool but that's some people a are just cool like, wow, illusion that's fun very vegas like very vegas like yes very much so. I remember when Michael Jackson opened, uh, did the Super Bowl. yes. Don, I told you that in confidence as a moment of <laughs> vulnerability when I involuntarily yelled his name after meeting him, stroking his hair and shaking his hand too long outside of Space Mountain and Disney World. If you're a first-time listener, everything you just heard is true, and I won't be elaborating. Michael Jackson performed at the Super Bowl halftime show somewhere in the mid-90s. Might have been in Arizona, come to think of it. But he had this cool thing where there was an impersonator who was up on top of this pole. This just like very, very, very high in the sky over the field. And everyone's like, oh my gosh. And it was just Michael Jackson holding still, just doing like one of his Michael lookoffs, you know? Not moving a muscle. Sure. And then I think it's like smoke, he vanishes, and then boom, he arrives on stage and then holds that pose. On that main stage for I think it's a minute and twenty oh, seconds. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, That's yeah. the coolest stunt I've ever seen a music artist pull where I just and, and I get it, there were different people. It's an impersonator, it's far away, a long shot, and you can pull that off. But it was a very cool visual effect back in the mid nineties. Yeah, it would be cool today. You know what it also made me think? What? We went to the Bruno Mars concert. So good. But well, Bruno, our, yes. Donna. Okay, but our critique was he never changed outfits. He stayed out there the whole time and probably sang for about, I don't know, hour and 10 minutes, something like that. Wasn't oh, too long. Okay. And then to hear Taylor going through all these outfit changes, different set things that are happening, three hours and 15 minutes. Uh, I guess I'm just saying, no disrespect to Bruno Mars, but all concerts are not created equally. Well, she's got more songs. And the expectation is greater. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, don't forget, we're going to have a pick your prize winner coming up before we get out of here today. 11 a.m. Yeah. We will be announcing our second $100 winner. We'll call your name. You don't have to call in or anything. It's the easiest prize you could ever win. Uh, you will have won $100, and then you'll be entered for a chance to win the $10,000 Pick Your Prize. All you got to do, download the MyTalk app, enter to win, and, and that's it. It's easy. It's easy. Easy peasy. I like it because it's British. <laughs> I didn't know that. I think it's... Well, I've heard Michael Caine say, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I think during an Austin Powers movie. Oh, that could be. Gold All right, number. we'll call it British. Fine. Um, You guys, I watched a couple more episodes. I didn't realize I didn't finish the season. Season two of Little America on Apple TV+. Plus. Anybody? 
No, but uh-huh. I love Side Story that this is the second show that you kind of thought you finished the season of and hadn't. And that's just in a span of three days, friends. Okay. All right. Do you have a follow-up on that later? Okay. But it is such, a, it's like an anthology. So this is a series, I think, Kumail Nanjiani uh, produces this. It is, there are these little half-hour stories about immigrants coming to America. And they're based on true stories. And then at the end, you always see the real person. So it could be um, somebody who moved here from Afghanistan for a better life, but he can't get his mom over here for five years. And he's a musician. And how does he get to practice you know, or uh, make a living playing the piano. There's, um, there was one based on um, a chef here in Minneapolis, how he tried to get into the state fair. Yeah, the camel on a stick or something yes. like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's all these little stories. They're about a half hour long. They are heartwarming. They're just feel good. Um, you know, sit on the couch and just take a load off kind of thing. Like, I need something that's going to make me feel good. And there are stories of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Perseverance. Uh, yeah, resilience. Yes, resilience. And they're just, some of them are really bittersweet. They're just really, really great stories. And I just wish I heard more people talking about this show. You have spoken about it multiple times. It's great. You could watch them out of order, too, by the way. Can I say something? Oh, sure. It's going to be unpopular. Every time you tell me about this every time, and I think I kind of now know how you feel. You feel really invested (laughs) in this show. You, You like it, and you think if someone would just give it a chance, they would like it, too. And I don't know why. Even all the beautiful things that you just said, I don't know why that I don't have... An interest in, in in watching it, or I just know I'm not going to watch it. And this is probably how you feel when I go full throat and say, "Here's why you love it, and you got to try this, and then this is going to happen." And when you say, "Yeah, I'll put it on the list," it's I get it now. But, I don't know why it's not resonating with but me. But the difference is, yes, I do watch a lot of the stuff that you suggest. I watch Cobra Kai. We could we could I check the record on that. Little duckies. I watched Mighty Ducks. Little okay. Duckies. <laughs> she means Mighty Ducks, the, the oh, Disney Plus version. All close right. enough. Um, you know, I have tried them, and I will give you props, but I truly think that you and your wife would really like this series. We have to finish RRR first, the okay. three-hour Indian film that we started over the weekend. Is this an Oscar nominee? In a winner. Yes. yes. Best original song. Oh, not that's to, not right. To. Oh, so good. That song was great. Donna, this movie is crazy. I mean, it's it, it's wild. And I didn't know if we would stick with it or not. Lou wanted to watch an Indian movie over the weekend. And so we're thinking Bollywood, dance numbers, lots of color, all that. Let's have fun. This starts with... A, uh, a disturbing act of violence within the first three or four minutes of the movie. And we looked at each other. And then it goes to another sequence where there's some more intense fight scenes. And we're looking at each other like, when do they start dancing? Well, technically, Usually the end. <laughs> this isn't a Bollywood movie. Is not. This is not a Bollywood movie. Where was this produced? Say more. This was, this is a South Indian movie. 
So it's a Tollywood movie with the oh. letter T. Oh. Because Bollywood. So we mistakenly think of all Indian movies as coming from that Bollywood inspiration. Yeah, and that is incorrect. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bollywood are Hindi language movies that are usually made around Mumbai. And that's what, you, you know, you're thinking of the song and the dance. And yes. you're thinking of the hero. You're thinking all that stuff. Right. This was made in South India, which this movie is not in Hindi. It's in a different language. And there's a whole mm, a whole aesthetic, a whole way of telling stories that is different than yes. Bollywood. And, and it is, well, you get the dance number. Not to, not to, the original yeah. song comes out. And the dance number is fantastic. That was the only part that we could show our children, but we showed them that part and it was just <laughs> so cool. But, oh my gosh, this story. Donna, you want me to add something to your list? I'm only two-thirds of the way through it. We've only watched two of the three hours and three minutes of this movie. Okay. But I have been so... On the edge of my seat, not like I felt it's so invested so quickly as to how is this going to end? <laughs> and there are just two different people who have two different stakes in why they're doing what they're doing and lives unknowingly getting getting intertangled with one another. Quite a captivating story. RRR. Okay. So, so I got to do that before I get back to Little America. Slumdog Millionaire? Is that a Bollywood? No. No. That is a British movie. American movie. Okay. That takes place in, in India. India. Got yeah. it. Because there's a big dance number at the end of that. Like, yeah. epic. Inspired by Bollywood. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's all very confusing. Anyway. Uh, I finished Stranger Things. What? Finally. What? Took me a year and a half, but ah. I did it. <laughs> Thank you. No, you know what? You got that in under a year. The Can latest, I, the oh, last okay. season came out last, like, June, July. Oh, that is true. Okay. So, good job. Way to go. Thank you. Now, what you missed out on was, not that you have to binge it, but you missed out on watching it in a short period of time altogether. Right. So, maybe there may have been a little a lack of intensity there, just because you removed yourself from it and diluted it with your own life experiences, but what did you think? It was really intense. Um, really monstery. Yeah. And really good. Really well done. Really well done. Yeah. I did watch it in three parts. You watched part two. In three parts. Of Stranger Things. Well, listen, as a guy who has already sat down twice to watch a movie, I'm okay with that. Thank you. This, you have stepped into grace, my friend. I think they maybe overdid it a little bit. Here I go. Do you see what I'm doing? Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen. I, like, I thought it was good. It was really well done. However. Mm-hmm. If I may, mm-hmm. it was just a little over the top. Well, yeah, they're not going for subtle. Right. A little over the top. <laughs> and R.I.P. to you know who. Donna! Hey! Easy. <laughs> what in the world? Donna's Sorry. movie reviews or television reviews have really become a thing all of their own. It usually starts with a fairly definitive point at some point. We're like, this is genius. I would never watch it again. And I don't even remember thinking I might laugh. I mean, this is how she reviews it. And then I don't know what to make of it. I don't know if, like, if I talk to her later today and somebody says, oh, did you watch Stranger Things? I have a feeling that she'll say, yeah, it was F for fine. <laughs> she's, she's tough to please. No, it was well done. It was. I'll give it that. You're just speaking to, I think, like the production. When you say it was well done, it feels like you're speaking to the production value, the lighting and all that. Yeah, did you like I it? I am. Did you like it? Sure. <sighs> that sure. doesn't feel committal. I, sure, I did. I did. It's okay if you didn't. It's a little long. Yeah. I mean, look, Donna, 
That is true. Those last yeah. episodes, you're like, hey, yeah. I'm I like, got, I gotta get going with I my know. life. Can we wrap this up? It's Seriously. like back to back movies, kind of. Yeah. They're like each an hour and a half. Yeah, and I very get, long. And I get a little cranky with television that demands too much of my time. Sometimes I get like, <laughs> is the word viscerally? Yes. Angry. Yeah. Like I have a reaction where I'm like, Do you have a chew pillow? Oh, JC, let's go. Easy, Donna. Sorry. <laughs> but I'll just be like, come on. How much more are you going to beat this point to death? Mm-hmm. What if you had like a little squeak toy? <laughs> that once you feel that bubbling up, so you didn't have to do an outward uh, burst of anger because we're working on that already in your car. Uh, lady flips a lot. She just flips the bird to anybody that passes her by nowadays. What you could do is you feel angry. They're, they're, they're driving a point home too hard. And then you just get that squeaky bone felt covered and just yeah or maybe just like a stretch armstrong kind of situation yeah like a, yeah a stress ball sort of a thing maybe yeah just turn it off <laughs> that's what i do Holly, that's what i do but then i'll yeah. go back i'll be like all right i'll yeah. watch more tomorrow yeah, or tuesday sometimes i get resentful that these shows have movies for episodes me too that's what i'm saying you get me man yeah i donna i Thank see you. you thanks holly you guys oh you're still here you sound a little <laughs> bit angry and I honor your space to have Thank your emotions. You. But you seem a little cranky. Can I tell you something I'm really excited about? Yes. Um, hopefully we'll have time. We'll just play the trailer. Ed Sheeran is doing a documentary documentary for Disney. Disney Plus. It's called The Sum of It All. Get it? The Love whole it. math thing. Uh, I'm sorry. It is a docu-series. It's four, four parts. Four parts, yeah. Uh, May 3rd, Disney Plus, and it looks really good. And it and it doesn't look like a fluff piece. It looks like it goes deep. Here's the trailer. Totally and down. then fireworks, and then kissing, and then Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That sounds really, really good. Yeah, that does sound great. This and you're right. Great. It does not sound like a fluff piece. And no. like just me in the studio, and look how genius I am. Right. Right. It's not just about the tour. It's about his personal life. So uh, look for that May 3rd, Disney Plus. There you go. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Hey, uh, when we come back, I have a beef with Canada. And there's something going on on Broadway that's very disturbing. Uh, And it got close to some, like, uh, you know, American royalty. Yep. We'll tell you all about that when we come right back. Hey guys, it's Donna with something worth noting. It's going to sound weird, but, you know, it's one of those things that you don't really need to know unless you need to know. And here's what it is. If you're injured in an accident, one of the first things you should do is contact an experienced personal injury attorney like Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. I've learned a lot about how important it is to have someone on your side advising you, advocating for you. When you get a hold of Mike, he'll set up a meeting where you can discuss your case. It's free of charge. And if he does think you have a case, it still isn't going to cost you anything unless there is an actual settlement. And by the way, research shows that on average, unrepresented individuals receive in their pocket a third of the compensation as those who are properly represented. Being injured, it can be devastating on so many levels, not just physically, but also emotionally, also financially. Hopefully it never happens to you, but if it does, remember the name Bradshaw and Bryant. You get a hold of Mike at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. All right, we're back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. 
If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Tell me if you think this is fun, okay? The capital city of Sask- Saskatchewan. Nice. Got it. Um, is Regina. Okay. And the tourism board is catching heat after deciding to lean into to lean into the obvious joke. Okay? Because it sounds like the other word. Mm-hmm. It sounds like vagina, let's just say. Thanks. We're all adults. We're all adults. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a boy man. They launched a new ad campaign last week with a few slogans that aren't subtle at all, like show us your Regina. Hmm. And Regina, the city that rhymes with fun. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. They also changed the name of their group. It used to be Tourism Regina, and now it's Experience Regina. No, I thought you said you had a problem with Canada. There you are giggling over there. Yeah, during I was going to say. Story. This doesn't sound like much of a problem. <laughs> the adult Donna is like, come on, guys. But the 12-year-old boy Donna is like, this is funny. <laughs> yeah. really funny. Lean into that. Lean into that. Well, some of the residents didn't find the rebrand very funny, oh. or at least they don't want their city represented that way. So it's already been canceled. Oh. Although it put Regina on the map, other uh, one other reason why we would be talking about Regina, Canada today, Re- Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh, they really should have gone with Regina. Well, I mean, but it's Regina. Yeah, so they leaned into it. Your thoughts? You know. <laughs> I don't know if it makes me want to travel to Saskatchewan or not. I got a question. If I if I wiped clean the Canadian map, would you be able to, for a million dollars, point to Saskatchewan? I could barely point to Canada. All right. Just <laughs> <laughs> know it's up there. Yeah, I wonder, is it on the left side or the right side? Right. Stage right, stage left? It's kind yeah. of right in the middle. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Why do you know this, Holly? Are you looking at it right now, or did you already know this? Because I'm looking at a map, and I kind of knew it. It's in the <sighs> middle, because it's it's like Minnesota, where there's lots of flat prairie land. Okay. Over there in Saskatchewan. Did huh. you, for leisure, Holly, do you yeah. read encyclopedias? <laughs> I have in the past, yes. <laughs> you know, I have to say that Google changed everyone's lives. Sure did. You used to have to wonder aloud, you know, and call people and go, do you remember the person who was on that soap opera? What was the name of that soap opera? It was short-lived. When you could just go to Google and in seconds have the answer to any question. You know, I had it's a college amazing. professor, um, Dr. Monica Gannis, and she was she was wonderful. I just loved her. And I was talking to her about wanting to be a broadcaster, a host. And she said, you know, one of the things that makes the most interesting broadcasters is the most interesting people. And one of the ways that you can become more interesting is by learning a lot and learning a lot of interesting things. So you know what I did? Ever impressionable. And I like to start things right away. I then went to Borders. Ever bleeping heard of it. You think they got a Borders in Regina, Saskatchewan? I go to Borders and I pick up a book. I mean, it was like the size of a yellow pages. And it was called the (laughs) New York Times 
Ultimate Guide to Knowing Everything. I think that was the full title of it. Huh, but it was cute. it was sort of like an encyclopedia laid out less academically and a touch more conversationally. But then you could just go, and I was just all up into that. So while I wonder if Holly sits at home and reads her old Britannicas, I get the... There's a bit of a rise to be had out you of just, that. You got to follow your curiosity, you guys. Yeah. You just yeah. got to follow it and see where it led. Like the other night, last week, mm-hmm. I stayed up a little too late because I was very fascinated by the states of Mexico. <gasps> Funny. Okay. What, what's, what, what lit that flame? Lit the flame because the State Department was issuing warnings for travelers to not go to certain states in Mexico. Okay. So I was like, well, gee, which Wh- ones? Which ones? Where are they in Mexico? Let's look at a Google map. What makes these states interesting? And so on and so forth, as my grandma liked to say. Yeah. That's funny that you were doing that because I have a giant atlas. You mm. know, the kind people used to keep in their car. Yes. Oh, yeah, like a State Farm one. That's exactly what yeah. it is. I got it from my agent. He was yeah. like, do you want an atlas? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. I want all the maps you have. He gave her a crappy rate on the insurance, but it was like, here, ma'am, the atlas. I know, exactly. $1,000 a year for the atlas. Um, so I started looking at various states. I started looking at California to see where everything is in Relation to like Tahoe and Vegas, and then I was looking at New Jersey. Yeah, I just, I just and, and follow then, your curiosity. Yeah, that's then, a wonderful saying. I mean, that is just the way of life. And then with Google Maps, you can just go into different cities and take yourself on a tour. You used yes. to do that when we were on shutdown. It was like, I'm going to Peru today. I love that. Mm. Yeah. And what a great way to learn, too, because in terms of following your curiosity, whatever you're naturally curious about, you absorb that information in a different way than you do material you're forced to read. Because you're interested in it. Yeah. Absolutely. Holly, I went on a Holly deep dive about yes. Quote of the day. I mean, if you want to know more about donkeys, go for it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I've been sent two donkey videos by Donna in yeah. the last 12 hours. Because that's what I sounded like yesterday. <laughs> no, you sounded more like this. Hey, Houston, <laughs> I think we have a problem. If nobody's following Monty the Singing Donkey on Instagram, oh. you are really missing out. It's so cute. Every morning. Good morning, Monty. And then he does his Bray thing. Every morning, it's just every day. It's the same. What, what post. do you mean? What is Bray? What does that mean? You know, it's that. Okay. You know, I like isolate he, that too. You, <laughs> Thank you very much. I was setting her you up. You could she see. Took you could see his lungs like trying to get mm. get it out, and it barely gets there. But when it happens, it is a thing of beauty. Mm. Thank you. Someone is uh, either throwing human poop or pooping oh, gosh, in the um, halls of the legendary Schubert Theater on Broadway. Sometimes those lines, those restroom lines during intermission ain't worth it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just saying. Apparently a human thing appeared in the aisle near Hillary and Chelsea Clinton during Some Like It Hot. Um, one source is saying this is a one and done situation. Another person said, no, this is the fourth time this has happened. Mm. And so not, not necessarily a political hit in case you're reading it that way. Right. It just has been happening. How does one pull that off? You put it in your purse. (laughs) I don't know. Put it in a plastic baggie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Saran wrap it and then you just unravel it. Mm hmm. 
Huh. People are sick. People, some, why don't we say, Donna, let's say sometimes some people. Let's Fine. do a palate cleanser before we go to break. Okay. Like what? What do you have in mind? Mine. <laughs> All of a sudden. Thank you. That's Monty the Singing Donkey. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, All right, Holly. Thank you. Bye, Holly. Bye. Mike's what? coming in next. Yeah, he is. He's going to have a dirt alert. Also, um, Steve, I've got a story that I think you might enjoy, and it has to do with AI. Artificial intelligence? You got it, buddy. Bye.